Islam. I rise giving perfect praise to Allah, honest to the Prophet Juali, fathers and foremothers, honest to the and honest to the Asiatic nations and the Muslims all over the world. Salvation Allah, oh. unity, the more simple of America, the divine constitution and bylaws. Act one, the Grand Sheik and the Chairman of the Memorial Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the Prophet and the Grand Body of the Memorial Science Temple of America. The Assistant Grand Sheik is to assist the Grand Sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and it is known before the members of the Memorial Science Temple of America. Act two, all meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday, the first man was formed in flesh and on a Friday, the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father, God Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the more science temple of America. No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion and may harm his brother or sister because Allah is love. Act 4. All members must preserve these holy and divine laws, and all members must obey the laws of the government, because by being a Moorish American, you are part and partial of the government and must live a life accordingly. Act 5. This organization of the Moorish Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. Act 6. With us, all members must proclaim their nationality. And we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now. And all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, noble Juali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites whom inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become part and partial of all uplifting acts to the Moorish Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful husband. You must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean before them. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Juali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah. Noble Juali, founder. Moorish American prayer, the Allah, the Father of the universe, the Father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my God, and my salvation by night and by day through his holy prophet, Juali. Amen. The Moorish Science Temple of America, home office of Noble Juali, home office Chicago, Illinois, USA. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Sunday. Muslims. Islam and gratitude, brother. All right, Brother Kobe, would you please read the writs? Islam, Grand Sheik. Arise and give perfect praise to our great God, Allah. Rise and give honor to our prophet, Noble Juali. Rise and give honor to the forerunner, Marcus, Messiah, Garvey, the Harbinger. Rise and give honor to all Muslims on the call and on the planet. 
prophet warns all muslims to be read in every meeting i hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work in their homes and on the streets we are for peace and not destruction stop flashing your cars at europeans it causes confusion remember your card is for your salvation Failure to obey these orders will be of severe consequence we are for love truth peace freedom and when these principles are violated justice must then take its course any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their rewards from my life for their unjust deeds all true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet if they lose confidence in their prophet they should turn in their card and button cease wearing their turban and fez and return to the state where i the prophet found you this is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet noble drew ali and if the prophet is not right the temple is not right the prophet therefore is sending out a divine plea to all moorish americans they do their part in protecting their prophet and the temple this is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways peace noble drew ali to be proclaimed in every meeting islam i am glad to know i have a few faithful moors among you all and i desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth there is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that i was a joke and unreal but now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that it's the only sole foundation that all asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as american citizens they are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation i have notified all these things to you long ago in the past it is through the faithful moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds the ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered that is why i'm calling upon all faithful moors to increase their faithfulness to me your prophet and your divine moors movement i need finance and i need it badly never before have i needed finance so badly as i do at present so i can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation it all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility the nations of the world would not recognize the movement without i the prophet being head it has been proven by my works which i performed in the past few years prophet noble drew ali to the members of the more science temple of america islam this is instruction from your prophet noble drew ali be faithful to your forefather divine and national creed that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh allah is the one that judges the world and his judgment is on now but the weak can comprehend it not then the times are drawing near so says allah to his divine prophet i noble drew ali and that is why many hearts have turned to stone many have eyes to see but cannot see ears to hear but cannot hear at least they'll be confounded of their sins these are the trying hours now dear moors and every evil spirit is moving and they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe but if you have the true love of allah and the spirit of your forefathers you fear not what you hear or see but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your prophet watch your enemies dear moors your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples act accordingly and allah will bless you for your good work peace your divine prophet noble juali islam islam 
in Islamism. Right, Islam and gratitude, brother. Sister Lachey L, would you please read our additional laws? Islam. I rise and give all perfect praise to the great Father God Allah, honors to the Holy Prophet, Noble Juali, and honors to all Muslims on the call and all Muslims around the world. Questionary and additional laws for the Moorish Americans by the Prophet, Noble Juali, Act 1. Grand sheiks and governors and heads of all temple, all business. Each said temple must be approved by the prophet Noble Jarali. Before acted upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance, etc., that will cause the support of any group of members. Any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction etc. by the prophet or the grand sheet. Act two, all members are to attend their adept meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period, she'll be fined 50 cents on the first case. And on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the more uplifting funds because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is a lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me in saving the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice as I have the power invested in my hands and I will have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five, all members must properly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school and the teacher must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so because out of your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act six, with us all members must proclaim their nationality and we're teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are a part and parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, color folks, black people or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained noble Ali, the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must properly attend their meetings and become a part and a partial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple. Then you're entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part 
of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and mind pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the guidance of his father God, Allah. Islam, peace and love. Islam, sister, gratitude. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God, Allah, to warn my people to reset, repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind to their forefathers' divine and national principles, that they will be law abiders and receive their divine rights as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There is but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege, as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know the law in the city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man it is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce belong to the, to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I am hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a free na national free government and the enforcement of the constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike 
and all other governments when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name because they place their trust upon issues and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger, the same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. <clears throat> and every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there's no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost and that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come. Because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people. And this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, diseases, ETC. And I, the prophet, do herein believe that this administration of the government being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws, and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of men that have never done them any good, but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin, which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America, because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there's not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, ETC in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they fought the Southerner for all these great misuses. But I've traveled in the South and have examined conditions there and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I'm hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light from the prophet. All right, Islam Morris.
let's go ahead and um, go into our Quran questionnaire. We will be going over questions 81 through 90 today. And um, that's what we do here. Um, we, we go over our Quran, our Quran questionnaire, and um, we build on it and then we open up the floor to questions. So if anybody has any questions not related to the material, please hold them until after um, we go over the Quran questionnaire. Okay. All right, so we're gonna go in here and go to, here we go. Okay, so I'm um, going into question 81, speaking about Jesus returning. What is the name of the person into whom Jesus was first reincarnated? Prophet Muhammad the Conqueror. Was Satan to be bound in? Satan was to be bound in part. When was the head of Satan taken off? 1453 Byzantine, by whom, by Muhammad, question 85, name some of the marks that were put upon the Moors of Northwest by the European nations in 17, excuse me, in 1774, Negro, Black colored, and Ethiopians. Negro, a name given to a river in West Africa by Moors because it contains black water. What is meant by the word black? Black, according to science, means death. What does the word colored mean? Colored means anything that has been painted, stained, varnished, or dyed. What does Ethiopia mean? Ethiopia means something divided. And can a, can a man be a Negro, Black, colored, or Ethiopian? No. So let's um, explain these. Um, <coughs> ah, excuse me. If anybody has any comments or anything you would like to add, feel free to chime in at any time. Okay, so just going to 81. You know, this might sound confusing because it's talking about reincarnation. Right. What is the name of the person into whom Jesus first reincarnated? Like, what, what are you talking about? Reincarnated. You look at Webster's Dictionary, uh, 1913 edition says reincarnated, having a new body caused to appear in a new form. All right. And it's saying Prophet Muhammad, the conqueror. The Prophet Muhammad was born in five of uh, 570 around that time in Mecca according to the um, the Gregorian calendar, okay? So speaking about the prophet Muhammad, um, when we look in the King James Version of the Bible, in John chapter 14, verse 16, it says, and this is um, Jesus speaking, right? So it's Jesus speaking. Um, he says, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter, an apostle, when he says apostle, he's speaking about a prophet, an apostle who shall come after me, whose name shall be Ahmed, okay? 
And those are the words that are taken out of the Bible, right? And many people have um, asserted that this is prophesizing about Muhammad because Ahmed is also synonymous with Muhammad. And I believe Brother Jackson Bay just said something about that like a week ago, right? Okay. And so this is speaking about that, that same energy coming through the spirit that's aligned with the creator. Um, when you're speaking about a prophet who's coming to deliver the message to the people, even delivering the laws, giving divine instructions to get the people back in alignment with God, the prophet um, doesn't have the same exact mission or purpose as most of us. Um, as we've spoken on several times um, as humans, right, we have the ability to just go wild. You, you can follow... Um, you, you, can, you can be in alignment with Allah, right, with, with divine will, doing good, or you can do straight up evil, right? We have that free will, that choice to do whatever we want. And that's why also, um, while I speak about the Surah 2, Ayat 30, because in there, in the Quran, as revealed to the Prophet Muhammad, Allah speaking to the angels, and they're saying, why basically um he's he's telling them the station that he gave man he gave us a high station right he made us his vice regents on earth his caliphates right he made us the rulers and they're saying to him why would you place someone who would you know potentially be out here causing mischief causing bloodshed right um to give you an exact quote and um, when your Lord said to the angels, indeed, I will make upon the earth a successive authority or vice regent. They said, will you place upon it one who causes corruption there and it sheds blood while we declare your praise and sanctify you? Allah said, indeed, I know which that which you do not know. And then he proceeded to prove that he gave man a station. He, he gave us the names of everything. The angels did not know the names of everything. But just to get back to the point, um, they're questioning because they're like, okay, he's got this free will. He can cause, he can shed blood. He can cause all types of things and be corrupt while we declare your praise and sanctify you. So they don't even have the ability to go against Allah, right? They're praising him. They're sanctifying him and they have duties and they just do what they were um, commissioned to do, what they were created to do. But then you have this, this creature, this man that is given a station over, over the earth. And so um, when you're given that station over the earth, from our perspective, that's this world. But there could be several earths. Anywhere you have a planet, you have a, you know, you have an earth. And so everywhere you have these worlds, we have dominion over it. Or the people that live there have dominion over it. And so that's why this is like a big deal. They're like, what? I don't understand. Why would you have somebody who could be out here shedding blood and corrupt? And he says, I know what you know not. Okay. And so <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is because just like with the angels, the prophets have a duty and they can't go against it. So they're going to, like in the case with Jesus, right? When we're given the life story of Jesus. He's going on this path where he's going to show people how to get back right, how to 
how to connect to the father, the creator, right? And even if it's going to lead to his physical death, he's still going to do it. Even if it's going to make things harder for him, he's going to do it. Okay. Whereas if you were tasked with that, you might say, you know what? I'm not going to go that way because it's, it's, it's going to be too much, too much, um, too much trouble dealing with people. Okay. And so this is why, um, this is why I was bringing that up. So this energy comes through again, as it was foretold, it's foretold in the Quran, it's foretold in the Bible, it's foretold in all the spiritual books that another comforter will come. Why? Because the people are going to go astray. Also, because every, um, excuse me. right excuse me also because we have things called ages we're entering into the age of aquarius so one age ended um the age prior to this was the age of pisces jesus came through right around the beginning or of pisces to prepare the people for that age to give them the divine instructions to get them in alignment and then about 500 some years later the prophet Muhammad came through. Why? Another reminder. This is what we need to do. Right? So that same energy and the person with that same task. <clears throat> and so this is, this is how I look at it when it's speaking about this. What is the name of the person into whom Jesus first reincarnated? Just in case that throws anybody off. Was Satan to be bound then? Satan was to be bound in part. Right? Bound. When you're looking at Webster's Dictionary, again, 1913 edition, it says, Bound is by a hand or under legal or moral restraint. Okay. And then impart means divide. All right. Um, <clears throat> also, um, you, you had an, an empire that was ruling or that was, that was attempting to rule, that was making rise at that time, like the Roman Empire. And um, when Jesus first came through, he, um, he came to his people who at that time were under the oppression of these people. When Mo Prophet Muhammad came through again later on, right, he also made headways to, to push um, divine law to get people back in way with, um, with the law's will. And so this also was an opposing force to this other empire that was rising up, this earthly empire that was, um, for the most part, about gratifying the lower self, hedonism, all right? They um, would have these festivals where they would just be um, just gluttonous festivals where, where people would, would be overeating, you know, some to the point where they were eating themselves to death, you know, food poisoning, you know, from, from all of the eating all of the debauchery that was going on, right? So this was a very um, earthbound, earthly empire, just about carnal desires and carnal needs, okay? And so the Prophet Muhammad came through with a government based off of Islamic law, okay? A theocracy. And this is also why I was bound in part. Then also why... When it's speaking about another Muhammad, not the prophet Muhammad, 
but another Muhammad, another conqueror who comes through again to reestablish this theocracy, right? The government run by religious leaders, right? No separation of church and state. And so once again, this is kind of um, an opposing force to these very, this very earthly bound government that's starting to starting to spread its, its tentacles in different parts of the world, starting to have colonies and starting to take over different lands, okay? And so um, this is what it's speaking about. Of course, if anyone has anything else you'd like to add, feel free to speak up, okay? So this is why it's saying, when was the head of Satan taken off? Later on, all the way in 1453, Byzantine, speaking about that, once again, we're speaking about the Roman Empire. Byzantine at that time, from 1449 to 1453, was ruled by Constantine XI. All right? This, at that time, was the capital of the Roman Empire. So once again, it's, it's an opposing force. Okay? And so the growth of that empire was slowed down by this Muhammad. It's speaking about uh, Muhammad, who was born in 1432. Once again, not the same, not the prophet Muhammad, right? He came through nearly a thousand years later. Okay. And now going into question 85. Very interesting. It says, name some of the marks that were put upon the Moors of Northwest by the European nations. In 1774, Negro, Black, Colored, and Ethiopia. We know from our, our um, just from looking at the divine constitution, what that's talking about, right? The marks that were put upon them. But marks, okay, marks, that's, that's definitely not a positive thing. A mark is a symbol of disgrace, all right, to be marked upon, to designate, to indicate, okay? Also, just like in, in slang terminology, you know, when someone is being marked, Someone's a mark. They're, they're a victim, right? That's somebody who's being targeted. Okay, so these marks were placed upon those people in 1774 by the Europeans. And um, the first question really should be, Northwest what, right? The Moors of Northwest? Northwest what? It's just, it's very vague, right? It just says, name some of the marks, Right. And we're looking at these words. Marks is not really a positive thing. That's a negative thing. They're being marked with something. And it was put upon the Moors of Northwest by the European nations. So we got Negro, Black, Colored, and Ethiopian were put upon the Moors of Northwest. And it's just left vague like that for a reason. Um, when we look into our Quran, we get more insight as to what this is actually talking about. Uh, we'll just briefly just go into the Quran. Chapter 47. Okay. And this is very important to understand, to understand our history of who we truly are. Okay. Um, to put this into the proper perspective. Okay. Now we're told by our prophet, who's giving us divine instructions, we're told that these were marks. This was a negative thing that was put upon the Moors of Northwest by the Europeans, okay? So they made up a history for us. 
a history was created for you that starts as slavery. So you have to know who you truly are. Um, let's go into our Quran and then I'll explain why that's important. So if we go into chapter 47, <clears throat> we're given some information that might, you know, sound out there, not really making any sense. Egypt, the capital empire of the dominion of Africa. What does that mean? So this is insinuating that Egypt was the capital, the capital empire of dominion of Africa, right? So there's a dominion of Africa. Okay. And so the dominions are going to be explained in this chapter. Okay. <laughs> the inhabitants of Africa are the descendants of the ancient Canaanites from the land of Canaan. Okay. I'm um, skipping down to um, verse four, the dominion of Cush, Northeast and Southeast Africa and Northwest and Southwest was his father's dominion of Africa. Okay. So what's Northeast and Southeast Africa? Northwest and Southwest Africa. All right. In the later years, many of their brethren from Asia and the Holy Lands joined them. The Moabites from the land of Moab who received permission from the pharaohs of Egypt. Because remember, this Egypt's the capital, right? So they received permission from the pharaohs to settle and inhabit Northwest Africa. This is also insinuating that Egypt is not, um, the dominion was not limited to the present day nation state of Egypt that present region where you look at. Um, it wasn't just confined to that, that um, nation state. Okay. Because it's saying that the Moabites were given permission to settle and inhabit Northwest Africa, which isn't um, Egypt would be in Northeast Africa today, the, the nation state. So this saying in the past, the pharaohs had dominion over all that. So they got permission to settle and inhabit Northwest Africa. They, the ones who settle and inhabit Northwest Africa, they are the founders, were the founders in the past and are the true possessors of the present Moroccan empire, right? With the Canaanite, Hittite, and Amorite brethren who sojourned from the land of Canaan seeking new homes, okay? But then we're given more, um, more details about the dominion. Right. Remember, they received permission from the pharaohs of Egypt to inhabit Northwest Africa. Their dominion and inhabitation extended from Northeast and Southwest Africa across the great Atlantis, even into the present North, South and Central America, and also Mexico and the Atlantis Islands. And in the, the timeline before the great earthquake, which caused the Atlantic Ocean. OK, so it's it's not like a coincidence that before the internet, a brother in the 1920s came with this type of understanding to deliver it to our people. And he's coming straight to our people. The ones that everyone, the, the cornerstone that the builders refused coming straight to us. Okay. To let you know, all right, this is where Northwest Africa is. North, South and Central America. All right. That's including the Atlantis Islands, meaning the Caribbean. Okay? Um, and then we're given more information. The, Niver, uh, the river Nile was dredged and made by the ancient pharaohs of Egypt. Why? Because of business. It was in order to trade with the surrounding kingdoms. Right? So we, we know that the rivers are man-made. 
Also, the Niger River was dredged because the great pharaoh of Egypt in those days for trade, um, in those ancient days for trade, and it extended eastward from the river Nile westward across the great Atlantic. It was used for trade and transportation. We know also that there's that there's um, river currents that run through the ocean, right? The sailors know they can get on those currents, take it straight from um, the others, the uh, Eastern hemisphere to the Western hemisphere. Okay. According to all true and divine records of the human race, there is no Negro, black or colored race attached to the human family because all the inhabitants of Africa were and are of the human race. Descendants of the ancient Canaanite land, um, nation from the land of Canaan. What your ancient forefathers were, you are today without doubt or contradiction. So this is um, letting it be known who we are and how long we've been here, what our dominions are. There's no one who is able to change man from the descendant nature of his forefathers unless his power extends beyond the great universal creator, Allah himself. Okay. And so this true and divine and even in some cases hidden history was returned to us. This is extremely important because this is letting us know, okay, when he's saying that the marks were put upon the moors of Northwest by the Europeans and then letting you know it's the stuff that we get called or that we were called Negro, black colored and Ethiopian, right? So he's talking about us, the moors of Northwest. We're in North America. All right. The dominions were explained there, right? That our ancestors got permission from the pharaohs to come over here and inhabit this land. This is Northwest Africa. Okay. Just so that there's no confusion about that. Speaking specifically about us, no one else is going to give us this secret. No one else is going to tell us, right? That also, in that same chapter that we're reading, um, In verse six, it said they were the founders and are the true possessors of the present Moroccan empire. And the prophet returned that flag to us, the red flag with the five-pointed green star. So this flag, it's not a coincidence then that this is on the um, ceiling of the United uh, Lodge of England, the, the Grand Lodge, the oldest Masonic Lodge in the world, right? as far as uh, Freemasons are concerned. So this is not a coincidence. We were and are the true possessors of the present day Moroccan empire. It rests with us. So this was returned to us because no one else was going to do it. It had to come from one of us. All right. And then we had to be given the knowledge of who we truly are because once we came up under Christianity, once we came up under the Pope, all of that got removed. It had to. We had to put down our swords and turbans, put down our fez, and become a Christian. We went up under someone else's dominion. And that put us under the papal bulls, right? The Popes put out these decrees that gave them dominion over all the land, right? The... Um, Intercatera, issued by Pope Alexander VI on May 4th, 1493, less than two years after um, Moorish Spain fell, Al-Andalus fell, 
right? They're, they're starting to make their play, their move. It's played a central role in the Spanish conquest of the new world. The document supported Spain's strategy to ensure its exclusive right to the lands discovered by Columbus the previous year. How can they discover something that we already had dominion over? We already had civilization. So you have to come out of that. You have to. Right. So that established the demarcation line 100 leagues west of the Azores and Cape Verde Islands. And it assigned Spain exclusive right to acquire territorial possessions and to trade in all lands west of the line. All others were forbidden to approach the lands west of the line without special license from the rulers of Spain. Right. The bull stated that any land not inhabited by Christians was available to be discovered, claimed and exploited by Christian rulers and declared that the Catholic faith and the Christian religion be exalted and be everywhere increased and spread, that the health of souls be cared for and that barbarous nations be overthrown and brought to the faith itself. Anytime you see that word barbary, barbarous nations, you're speaking about Moors, barbary, the barbary pirates, whenever you see that, specifically talking about the Moorish nations to be overthrown and brought to the faith itself. Okay. Um, as it says here, it was um, understood that the so-called Indians only had the right of occupancy, right? They didn't have ownership of the land. Okay. And so we had to uh, come out of this. Obviously, no one else was trying to teach us this, was trying to bring us out of this. So our true nature is returned to us. And that's why it's saying, specifically why it's saying this, um, these marks put upon the Moors of Northwest and then explaining what the marks are so you know that he's talking about you. Okay? They were put on us by the Europeans in 1774, which is pretty much where they start our history because they always start us off as slavery. Always. But we predate that. But you have to come out of that. Islam to the brother David Sell, manifest destiny, right? It's a byproduct of the papal bulls, okay? So we have to come out of that. There's no way around it. We can't pretend our way out of this. You can't truly be successful still um, being a possession of someone else, okay? And, and once again, they start us off specifically at slavery. We predate all that. Okay, so going to the next question, um, says Negro, okay, because it wanted to specifically break down those terms, Negro, Black, Color, Ethiopian. Negro is a name given to a river in West Africa by the Moors because it contains Black water. Now, once again, I was um, showing you that in 47, how the prophet shows our ancient dominions. West Africa is over here. All right. Why? Because we've been over here since before the great earthquake, which caused the Atlantic Ocean, which caused these lands to break apart. Now, when um, the Europeans show us this stuff, they, they, they let you know that the, the continents used to fit together, right? But they say that they split apart over millions of years, right? Current scientific estimates say Africa split from America uh, around 200 million years ago. Like, come on. They can't, I mean, can't, people can't even fathom what 200 million years means. Like, come on, they don't know that, okay? This is what they're saying, 
right? So could have been 15,000 years ago, all right? But they're saying 200 million years, but it doesn't matter. Our people were over here since before it broke apart. So from our perspective, this is West Africa, all right? This is Northwest Africa, which is why the prophet said the marks put upon the moors of Northwest, which is where we're at. If you're in North America, right? South America will be West Africa. Parts of South America will be Southwest Africa, all right? So we're the moors of Northwest and those marks were put upon us, okay? And um, it, speaking about the Negro River, okay? And the Negro River, and it just says that that's a name given to a river in West Africa by the Moors because it contains black water. But where, where is this river, this Negro River in Africa that contains black waters? It doesn't exist unless, unless we're looking at it from our perspective, okay? So when you look up, just look up Niger River. Do some research on it. The Niger River, and this this is from a textbook, McGill.C, I think that's a textbook. But anyway, the, the Niger River is the principal river of Western Africa, extending over 2,500 miles. In any case, the Niger is not a Blackwater River. See Rio Negro, right? So the Niger River is not, it doesn't contain Blackwater. It's not a Blackwater River. And it specifically says See Rio Negro. So what happens when we go and look that reference up? What what happens when we look up Rio Negro? Where is Rio Negro, right? So when you look up Rio Negro, Negro River, right? In Portuguese, it's Rio Negro, and it runs through Brazil, maybe Venezuela and Brazil, but it's, it's in the Amazon, okay? Rio Negro, South America, which is for us, that's West Africa. All right, doesn't mean you're going to be running around telling everybody, oh, we in Northwest Africa, because nobody knows what you're talking about. But it's for us to know, right? It's, it's divine wisdom. We have to know our story. We have to know who we are, because no one else is going to tell us. So the Rio Negro actually contains black water, and it's in West Africa. And it was named that because it contains black water. And we see that when it meets with the Amazon, Amazon River waters are brown, and the Waters don't mix. Still, to this day, contains black water. Okay? So, um, and then this wasn't common knowledge, even in, in the 1920s, because they didn't have Google that already had all these high-def pictures of all this stuff in all these remote places of the world. Right? People had to actually get up and travel and go to these places to notice or, or to be well-read, reading the books where the people went there and actually traveled there and knew about this, right? So they didn't have all this stuff like we have it now and could just take it for granted. Okay, so this was divine wisdom that was being returned to us. It's easy for us to take this for granted now, but this is where the Rio Negro is, the Negro River, West Africa, AKA Brazil. Okay, so once again, speaking about us, who we truly are. Also, another reason why you have to come out of the trick bag that we've been placed in. Can't stay there. What is meant by the word black? Black, according to science, means death. Um, looking at this from an Egyptian perspective, um, Lord Osiris was the Lord of the perfect black. 
And what was he over? He was he was over um over the underworld. Basically, he was over the dead. Okay? Those who made the transition. And he was also known as that was his other name, Lord of the Perfect Black. Not saying that it's a bad thing or negative, but we're just getting to what it really means and looking at it from numerology, right? Numerology perspective, when you add up the letters, B-L-A-C-K, it adds up to 11. And when you look at the meaning, though, it's pretty negative. It means destructive, lacks understanding, wicked, dishonest, devilish, self-indulgent, religiously fanatics, emotional, represses feelings, prejudice, okay? So, um, you know, these marks were put on us for a reason. There's, there's no pride in carrying on marks that were put on you by Europeans, right? They were put on you to trick you out of your, your, true, um, your true nature and, and your, your true um, heritage, okay? What does the word colored mean? Colored means anything that has been painted, stained, varnished, or dyed. And that's pretty, pretty self-explanatory right? Um, Can a man be a Negro, Black, colored, or Ethiopian? No, obviously not from reading this. Um, Ethiopia does mean something divided. The Atlantic Ocean, for the longest, was called the Ethiopic Sea, the Ethiopic Mar, right? Mar meaning sea because it divided these land masses. It divided the Americas from the Eastern Hemisphere, right? So obviously we cannot be any of those things. We have to be who we truly are. And that's why it's so important what Prophet Noble Drew Ali returned to us because once again, no one was trying to reveal this to us. Nobody. All right. Um, On that note though, I wanna go ahead and open the floor up. If anybody has any questions or just any, any, um, anything you would like to share, feel free to speak. Okay. Um, well, that's fine if there's no questions about the uh, questionnaire, but does anyone have any questions in general? Anybody want to know why we're doing this? Well, any questions at all? Islam, Grand Sheikh, uh, I rise and give all honors to the great God out of Allah and the Prophet Noble Juali. This was a great build. Uh, one thing, uh, I learned on, uh, this build, just looking back and, uh, me and, uh, and Sister Yolanda, we were, uh, talking about as far as time, that how can they put that something was billions of hundreds of millions of years ago. And even in the aspect of when we were uh, going through the, uh, the Quran and even looking, a lot of us don't know. Like we just for some reason just looked up with the uh, we were looking at the Christianity part with the Christian. You look it up, it was in like uh sixteen oh three to sixteen eleven when the King James Bible was even created. But even in the Christian church, they won't ever tell our brothers and sisters that either as well. Islam, this was a great bill. I give the floor. 
Islam, brother. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. How can um, someone who who tells you that they thought the world was flat, you know, up until the 1400s, they thought the world was flat. And that's what they tell you. We don't know if that was true, but it, how can people who thought the world was flat tell you some, you know, about what happened billions of years ago, even a million years ago? They don't even have a single civilization that they could say, you know, lasted for um, 400 or 500 years, right? We have civilizations on the record lasting for thousands, lasting for millennia, right? The Egyptians themselves, they, you know, literally say they go back millennia, thousands of years, and they have records of this. Okay, so no, these people can't tell us how long it took or when the continent split apart. They're just putting that out there. And and people see them as the... um authority figures so they take that um take that on face value okay but we we have to do our own research from our own understanding all right we have divine instructions that were returned to us says uh then came the word ethiopia which means the demarcation line of the domain of a mexum a mexum's the first true and divine name of africa so we have information that everybody else doesn't have or understand Okay, and um, from our perspective now with this understanding, then we can see why there's anomalies over here that don't make sense from the um, the history that we're given. Right. It doesn't make sense. Why? Why is Philadelphia called Shechemexum? It was called Shechemexum. And it was the capital. This is why this was the nation's first capital once the Europeans tried to set up their establish um their uh their continental congress and and set up their colonies here right philadelphia was always the meeting place of the eels or kings right and they had a king who was the king of all the indians or the king of kings so the sheiks the sheiks uh sheiks met in a this this um capital and it was called shechemexum all right. But of course, without this understanding, none of that stuff makes any sense. It just seems like, uh, you know, it's just it doesn't make any sense. All right. But once again, you have to know your story. You have to know who you truly are. If you don't, people can tell you anything. They can tell you, hey, we thought the world was flat just a few hundred years ago. But now we know everything and we know where everyone came from. And you started as slavery, even though before you went up under them and took on their religion and took on their way of life and being, um, you were ruling the world. They're not going to tell you that. Okay. Um, that's also in our Quran. Um, hang on one second. Going back to chapter 47, right. Um, Verse uh, 15 through 17 says, the time has come when every nation must worship under its own vine and fig tree and every tongue must confess his own. Through sin and disobedience, every nation has suffered slavery, right? So, you know, typically as black people, we, we're victims. We're now they're saying ADOS, 
right? What is that? American descendants of slaves or African descendants of slaves, right? Descendants of slaves, like you started slavery, right? We're just victims. Everybody's getting us. No, right? Through sin and disobedience, every nation has suffered slavery due to the fact that they honored not the creed and principles of their forefathers. That is why the nationality of the Moors was taken away from them in 1774, and the word Negro, Black, and colored was given to the Asiatics of America who were of Moorish descent, because they honored not the principles of their mother and father and strayed after the gods of Europe of whom they knew nothing. That's why um, we're in a position collectively that we're in. It's not because we're the victims and everybody's getting us and, you know, it's no, it's because we why are we even Christian in this day and time and not knocking the church or Christianity or anyone if that works for you, right? But we're not practicing, you know, what they're practicing in Ethiopia or any other places. We're taking on um, the Presbyterian church, the Baptist church, right? The different denomination that came to us through the European and they gave us what they felt would work for us to keep us underneath them, Right. So that's why, yeah, we, there's no way you can only get so far following along with that Islam. So, um, yeah, it makes no sense in this day and age to keep going along with that, right? That's why we suffer because we honored not the principles of our mother and father and strayed after the gods of Europe of whom they knew nothing. All right. And that's why the last prophet in these days is Noble Drew Ali, who was prepared divinely in due time by Allah to redeem men from their sinful ways and to warn them of the great wrath, which is sure to come upon the earth. It's sure to come. All right. And on that note, um, I want to yield the floor. Does anyone else have any questions or anything they would like to add? Anything you would like to say? Okay, um, well, great. If there's no questions, want to announce without further ado, we're going to go ahead and go into the closing of the meeting. Um, I do just want to remind everyone, make sure you go to the website, moorishamericans.com. I think everybody maybe on here has already done it, but if you haven't done so, go to moorishamericans.com and make a free account on there. We will be using that more often in the future. And I believe that is it. We do uh, we do have a meeting, a physical meeting on the 27th at the main library on Grant Avenue. And that will be from 2 to 4, March 27th. So that's downtown Columbus. Okay. And on that note, let's go ahead and close out. All meetings are to be open and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. We ask that everyone please rise and face the east with us as we do the closing prayer. All right, you do not need to repeat after me. Allah, bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed and principles. We ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim. Amen. Islam, Islam, Islamism, peace and love, Moors. This meeting is now adjourned. Peace and love. Peace.